What's up guys, Key Michael here, professional volleyball player, Olympian, photographer, YouTuber, and now podcaster. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing, <laughs> but I've been playing volleyball professionally for 10 years and I want to shed a little bit of light on what that means, especially in the era of 2020 and COVID. So I booked a flight, rented a car, and I set off throughout Europe to meet professional female volleyball players and tell their stories. Because as you guys know, we're all so much more than just an athlete. And that's what's born this series, The Volley Bubble. So be sure to hop on over to YouTube and see all the behind the scenes of trainings and in the homes of the guests on this show. But for now, just sit back and enjoy a raw and candid conversation between two professional female athletes. Uh, Welcome to the posture. podcast. Yeah, get real comfy. Just like, you got those home socks on and everything? <laughs> yeah. I'm impressed. You're all Christmas, Christmas out. Yeah, you gotta be, you know? I Only happens that. once a year, so. I, that is a, that's a great point. <laughs> the best things happen once yeah. a year. You gotta be ready for them. <laughs> um, so I guess the podcast has officially started. Welcome, Wonderful. Karis Watson, to Thank the you. potty. I say this at the beginning of every podcast, but it's, I don't have like questions. I'm not digging into your past and your history and your volleyball career, but I mm -hmm. just, you know, wanted to have a chat with you. So okay. I'm so glad <laughs> you agreed to come on. Do you want to give a little short history of yourself for the listeners and, uh, sure. Um, well, I'm from <laughs> Rock Hill, South Carolina. I grew up there. <laughs> I'm terrible at podcasts and talking on camera. Anyway, no, what? just pretend like they're not yeah, even there. They're I, not there. You guys, There's nobody there. Nobody's going to watch this, this ever. 30 minutes of setup like didn't even happen. Yeah. Just like, poof, yeah, forget just about it. Out. Yeah, we just been hanging yeah. out. Yeah, but um, I started playing volleyball when I was 14. Yeah, my mom basically told me to do it and I said, okay. And <laughs> you didn't I didn't get think an option in it. You yeah. didn't get like a. Would you like to do it? It She's, was like, she, just do she it. strongly suggested, but you know, I trust her, so yeah. I tried it. And it was a lot of fun. And here I am today. Um, I played it. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> we maybe it. missed There's something in, in between. There. Nothing That's happened it. in between. We just slipped and now we're the here. End. Basically. Uh, no, I played at Clemson University. I took a year off and then I went and studied uh, marketing at University of Essex and also played volleyball there. Mm -hmm. um, just kind of get my feet wet again. Shout out, Alex Porter. Shout out, Porter. Um, he won't be listening to this. He definitely won't. I have like seven <laughs> listeners. If he's one of them, I'll be impressed. Yeah. Um, I sometimes do that. Like I'll subtly just like drop things into the podcast or into the video just to, see, to see if, to see if people are watching yeah. who are like, oh, just I've been watching your videos. No, you haven't. Yeah. You lied. To see who the real ones are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, I've played in a different country every season. This will be my fifth season. This is my fourth season. Um, I played in Sweden for a season, Portugal. Germany, and now I'm here in Switzerland. So yeah, it's been good. Um, a lot of great experiences. A lot of uh, uncomfortable experiences, but I've definitely grown. Ooh, let's dive into the un uncomfortable, uncomfortable ones. I feel like I too often on this podcast, I'm like, it's so great playing overseas. <laughs> You're going to love it. Everything's perfect. How sh share with share with the folks the reality. What, what have been some uncomfortable, awkward, oh, crappy man. situations? I don't, know. I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, but sometimes you're allowed it's... You're to say it. Remember, yeah. we only have seven people listening, so... You're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> you can't um, offend anyone. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's just really hard to get treated well and get paid. Mm, that's, that's actually something... Yeah, something you take for granted. Um, it's like, okay, well, I've provided a service mm. and, you know, I should... 
contract? get paid because there's a contract. But yeah. contracts don't necessarily mean they're anything fluid here. here. Yeah, they're fluid. Europe. Like yeah. depending on what club you go to, it's like exactly kind of like spitting in your hand and like doing right. a handshake yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. younger. It's like yeah, it meant something, but if that person changes but their mind, it. yeah, <laughs> you're not really gonna be blood brothers for life. Like, exactly, come on, life's a long time. Yeah, you gotta be careful <laughs> with that. Um, I think the whole journey so far has just been trying to find somewhere where I feel comfortable and I feel like I'm taken care of and I can trust people Mm -hmm. um and that's just been like a good balance of you know being secure and having like a good overall experience yeah um I do think that I'm there now like I I'm really enjoying it here in Switzerland um yeah and you told me that this was like you kind of like hand-picked this place like you knew several years ago you came to visit yeah it was destiny it was destiny (laughs) you're like like, you had to play here one day Uh, yeah i mean i i did um come here for a scrimmage a couple years back when i was playing in england and it seemed like a really great place to Mm. be everyone seemed happy and the town was really nice it was of course the first place i'd ever seen a a professional volleyball team so you know take that with a grain of salt but um, I did hear great things about the league, yeah. um, the Swiss league and, you know, that people got paid here. That's a plus. <laughs> yeah. That there were cars. Bank. Um, and. Great, yeah. Yeah. Places, great apartments. Um, we get a meal here. So. One I mean, meal per year. That's, one meal per that's year. Good. That's it. That's all you need. <laughs> it's like Christmas. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. One holiday yeah. and one meal. Yes. Don't ask for anything else. <laughs> so yeah, it all kind of came together. Um. And I have a great coach and the um, the president and the sponsors and everyone's just really nice and supportive. And of course, they want us to do well, but it's not so intense. Like, you know, you, we don't value as a human if you don't win games. Right. And I think that's also something that you don't always get to. So that is true. Yeah. That it depends on from club to club. I've, right. I don't know. I, I'm I'm trying to think if I've played any teams where I didn't feel human if I lost. But the, I mean, sometimes the president will come into the locker room and you know mm. have, have that chat with the girls, yeah. and you're just like, mate, like <laughs> you're you, you know. And it's always like this big fat gut like yes. man with a gut who's just like coming in and being like, your performance was not okay, and you're just like, <laughs> you disrespected everybody. You. <laughs> you did this on purpose. <laughs> yeah. No, I I know, yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. You have to. There, there's kind of a balance that you want to strike between a team that wants to win, has big goals and aspirations, but also realizes you're not robots yeah. and you're not gonna be in the gym all hours mm-hmm. of the day, six hours a day, and your only focus is yeah. to win games because yeah, there's a lot more. Mm-hmm. Turns out there's more to life than just volleyball. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine that. Wow. <laughs> um, but tell me about your time at Clemson. You. Went there. I did. I went there. It <laughs> For was, a few years. No, yeah. I loved Clemson. Um, I don't know. What do you want to know about Clemson? There's well, so much. Well, first of all, your colors are purple and orange. Yes. How was that? Because purple, I mean, I just, not everyone can pull out, pull off those colors. I feel like you got to yeah. really, like, love. Same with Miami. Know. It was orange and green. Like, that's kind of gross. That's true. Unless you, like, yeah. you, you know, you start to bleed in the those. ACC. Yeah, we got true. Syracuse now, Miami, Virginia Tech, Clemson. Hmm. I don't know. Something in the but, orange water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, personally, I feel like purple and orange <laughs> are just like my my spirit colors. Now you, now you, now you're just like <laughs> I couldn't. You can't imagine any I can't, other. Nah. I've, I mean, I've never really had a problem with the combination, just because I I like 
weird colors together. I don't know. I it never bothered me, but I do get a lot of complaints from people about they're like, ah, they're your colors. But I don't know. I love. I don't know why that was the first thing that just came yeah, to my head to ask about. Yeah. Like, really? I mean, I love purple and I love orange, and together I think it works. But I know it's not for everybody. But that's why everybody doesn't go to Clemson. <laughs> All right. Then now let's be serious. What yeah, yes, was the experience? Serious. Like, how did you... I mean, you don't have to answer it seriously, but I'll just, you know, yeah. try and stay on topic. And um, Did you... Did you always want to go to Clemson? Did you always want to play college volleyball? Were you... You know, we talked mm-hmm. briefly about this, but, but yeah. on not on, on camera and not on the microphone for the folks. So tell me about right. your lead up to college wow well it was it was interesting because i it took me a while to realize that i was good enough to mm. play in college which okay looking at me you would think like why would she not think she was good enough to play at college in college yeah. at all but i had yeah i don't know i had pretty low self-esteem when i knew i was good in high school um and I had a coach that really believed in me and she ended up being the one that like pushed me to reach out to, well, I didn't really have to reach out to colleges, but um, she she kind of sent out emails for me before I was a junior and was gotcha. like allowed to talk to yeah. people. Um, and she just really wanted me to go like D1. She was like, you just need to go as big as you can, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but I kind of was like, no, I don't want to talk about college. I, I, don't, I don't know what I want to do. I'm scared. I don't mm. think I'm good enough. Um, but that's but, real. Like so many people feel yeah. that. I also was like, I don't think that I, I mean, I was super right. uncoordinated and mm-hmm. very, very skinny and I had a lot of work to do once I got to college. But what is it? Like, why don't we trust ourselves? I don't know. Why do we <laughs> think we have to be the best of the best of the best? To exactly. Be? Yeah. I know. I was like, well, I'm, I'm not like, I see these Penn State girls on. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not one of them. So like, what do I do? Um, there is an there's so much in between. Right? Like, there's, there's so such much. There's a spectrum. There's so many levels. And it's the same it, thing, but... like, college is okay. Maybe they'd like to recruit those girls, but there's only one of those girls. Yeah. And that girl is going to Penn State, okay, what about the hundred other girls? Like, yeah. now now there's a hundred other schools that can fit with those girls. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I think my first visit, I actually started out at Winthrop University, which is in my hometown, Rock Hill. And it's in the big south, D1, but, you know, smaller. Mm. Um, and I was like, okay, this is probably will be good. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I was kind of trying to go for the comfortable choice. And, you know, after that visit, I was sure I was going to Winthrop. I was like, this is great. Like, I can stay home. I love Winthrop. Perfect. So happy. Um, but then I, I mean, I guess my parents and my coach kind of encouraged me to go on more visits, obviously. So Mm -hmm. I visited, you know, maybe a handful, like nine or 10, eight or nine unofficial visits. And then, I mean, I finally came across Clemson. I, of course, knew about Clemson growing up in South Carolina, and everybody's either a Gangcock fan or a Clemson fan. Mm-hmm. But I never thought that I would go there to like play volleyball, which, I don't know. It just kind of worked out that way. Um, <laughs> I did see a lot of people from high school there all the time, which was fine, but also a little bit weird. But it was kind of cool, you know, having, being known at college, but then also having the opportunity to be somebody else if I wanted to not somebody else but create my own new college self yeah so like we had like the athlete circle where we yeah for sure you had like that social circle and then if I wanted to hang out with people from high school which I had like one or two friends there that I would want to see then yeah I could hang out with them too but um yeah the overall college experience the you know it was tough 
um, balancing everything and you know learning how to be an athlete and student at the same time and uh, learning how to compete at that level was very difficult. But, you know, it, you definitely grow so much in those four years. And do you, as you then were about to graduate from Clemson, were you thinking like, I definitely want to go pro. This is something I've always dreamed of. Like, or did no. someone then come have to come and shake you as well and be like, hey, this exists yeah. over here. If you want to keep <laughs> going with it. Yeah, I'm very much the type that needs to be pushed into uncomfortable situations, uh-huh. but I'll go. And then I realized that it was great. But uh, what kind of the situation with professional volleyball um, back in my day? Uh, your day <laughs> I was, was like so, two years ago. No, I'm, I'm 28. <laughs> well, I graduated in 2015. Okay, um, okay. So I don't know. I mean, Instagram was kind of a thing. Wait, 2000, you graduated in 2015 yeah. and you're 28 now. Yeah. I'm, am I doing my math wrong? Does that mean you're... It's like that. You know that scene in, in, a, in a Hangover yeah. where like the math is just like yeah. spiraling. Never mind. Continue. As you were. Um, well, yeah. So I, I had two dark years. So that's dark why it's only Dark years my, meaning... Meaning not playing professional volleyball. <laughs> not dark years. Dark years. Tears off like, from volleyball. You went into the real world. Uh, dark. Yeah. Tears off side. from volleyball. And then four seasons. Three seasons. Oh, okay. Seasons. So you you went to do something real. Mm-hmm. No offense, volleyball world. <laughs> we are real. Um, you, and then you went pro. Yeah. Did, were you studying in those two years or you were No. I, so I, I worked one year, studied another, slash played, but not professionally. Was that in Essex? Essex, yeah. Okay, yeah. And then that's when I started my professional career in 2018. Right. So I'm like a little, yeah. So like if I had started playing professional volleyball right after graduation, I'd be on my sixth season by now, I think. Right. But I thought you'd played in four countries. Am I imagining that? This is the fourth. This is the fourth. 2018, 2020. That's only two seasons. Did you play like a half season in places? Wait, did I say 18? 17 to 18. 17 17, 18, Sweden. 18, 19, Portugal. 1920, Germany. Oh, this is 2021. This is 2021. Okay. Yeah. We got it. We got to the bottom. We got of it. We got we'll this cut math. that whole thing out. Math. <laughs> Boom. Dominated you. Okay. Got you. Okay. Well, I did well, something similar about? as well. Yeah. Uh, like you were saying you, the dark years. Uh, my dark years were, were in Australia. I graduated oh, from, from Miami. And I was like, I'm done with this volleyball thing. I want to travel the world. I want to get a real job. Yes. Do my master's. And I moved to Australia. And and then I was like, um. actually, well, what really happened was the, the British coach mm-hmm. for the Olympics. Not her, actually, but... I realized the Olympics were going to be in London and yeah. my coach's time was like, you need to go over there and yeah. do that thing. So that's how I got back into so playing cool. volleyball and it was... I'm talking to an Olympian. Yeah. So cool. Hair flip. Oh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, yeah, but your question. What was my question? I've um, forgotten. Did I, did I know I <laughs> wanted really to play pro? I'm really good at podcasting. I don't know if you can tell. Oh, you're doing great. Um, um, oh, did I want to go pro? Yes. Yeah, so I actually only knew one person at the time or one former Clemson player, two former Clemson players at the time that had gone pro and it was in Sweden. Okay. And other than that, I didn't know anything about like the professional volleyball world and at all. Yeah. And those, so you just reached out to them and you were like, Hey guys, tell well, me about I, it. I wasn't ready for that yet. I was like, I'm done with volleyball. Uh-huh. I'm burnt out. Yeah. My body hurts. I don't want to even think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I didn't even consider it an option either because when I think, then, I mean, again, when I thought professional volleyball. It sounds intense. I was it like, sounds... oh, 
I'm not good enough. Mm. I, I don't, I'm not, I can't, I can't do it. It's I'm just, not it's an all-American. I don't have I'm not an all-American. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. I played it, I played at Clemson. I didn't play at Sanford, or, you mm. know. Um, so again, just didn't think I was like, I measured up for that. Yeah. But um, not knowing, like, there's so many different levels so and you don't levels. have to go A1 Italy or, like, be in, on the national team or whatever. And the thing is, like, even if you don't start A1 Italy, like, I didn't think I was good enough mm-hmm. to even... I, I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. You know, and I... I don't know. Sorry, not to bring it back to me again, but I, I had the exact same oh, feeling as you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you just don't think you're good enough, but exactly. other people will see in you right. what you don't see in yourself. Yeah. And you can work from foot in the door in, I don't know, wherever you start, you can work up to Germany mm-hmm. and those, or up to Italy, yeah. Turkey, those kind of places. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you really do, you know, your, your level, you don't really know like how high you can go until you're like pushed. So when yeah. you get in practice with those people, like your potential really does start to show. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was pretty much done with volleyball. I didn't really even think about playing professionally but I did stay in my hometown and people there had expectations for me right that I didn't have for myself um and you know initially I just kind of wanted to get out of Rock Hill and I realized I had never been to Europe and I was 23 years old at that point and my friend Chanel Nelson shout out she played at UNC um okay really good buds she um she was like I'm gonna go study abroad in England, there's this thing I'm doing. And I was like, uh, okay, that's weird. What are you going to study? And she told me all about it. And she's like, you can play volleyball again. Just like get back on the court. Um, and I thought I would just do that and be done. But, you know, I started playing again. And then I realized that I loved it. And yeah. it was just kind of a whole new uh, perspective on the game because it was, you know, not like college where it was just so much pressure. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I kind of like redeveloped a love for the game again. And I was also studying with it. And I, seeing all these new cultures and traveling and you know my just horizons expanded mm-hmm. so I you know it was kind of hard to go back after that yeah but um yeah then I got an offer from Sweden and I took it and that was the beginning so things just kind of fell into place I don't think I ever I mean obviously towards the end of England I thought okay I want to keep playing and I want to go professional yeah. but yeah. before that I didn't really have a solid plan of what I wanted to do next but and once you were in England, did you, since you're closer to Europe, did you see more, were you exposed more to professional volleyball? Maybe more people around you had done it or wanted to do it and your coaches knew a bit more about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Alex Porter was my coach and he had played. Shout out again. Yeah. Shout out again. Oh my goodness. Uh, he, yeah, he had I love played that you also do like the finger guns. Like. You gotta. Um, <laughs> so he knows like, he knows everybody somehow. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. awesome. He's like really into growing the game from right. the ground up, especially in England. And I think that that's one of the hardest places to do mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. yeah. So it's he talked to me a lot about it. And I mean, also saw potential in me and said, yeah. you know, you can go play professionally if you yeah. want and he knew my coach in sweden so everybody's kind of connected in this chain yeah of, for sure yeah There's this a volleyball good. chain so that was good it almost seems like european volleyball and american or u.s volleyball it's just so, so distant separate, yeah like there's just no sort of like yeah, communication overlap. between the two right. they don't even so, have the same rules 
Yeah. Libero serving what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, that was like a, such so a downfall real. for me because I just <laughs> came over to you and was like, I don't know how to serve. Yeah. And the coaches were like, what do you mean? You can't serve. Like, I could serve overhead, but I couldn't like, I didn't yeah. jump serve. I didn't yeah. do anything like fancy. And they were like, um, you want me to play defense? How did you For one rotation? Yeah. Why? <laughs> what? Nah. Um, yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. What was I going to say? Yeah, I've forgotten already. Um, tangents disconnect from yeah yeah exactly so unless you know someone or who's done it or like you have a coach who's really like pushing you or you get an agent right right away it's yeah I think it's hard it's hard to kind of see and envision the world of professional volleyball until you're in it like as soon Mm -hmm. as you've come over and you've done one season even it doesn't matter what country you're in you're like you kind of get an understanding of it right like because it's all pretty similar whether it's Sweden Germany I don't know France wherever all these countries are it's a pretty simple, like it might vary a little bit by level or a little bit by, you know, whether you fly or you take the bus mm-hmm. or, you know, whether you have a car, don't have a car, roommates, no roommates, like those yeah. little details mm-hmm. can change. But the pretty much the sort of schedule and the feel of having, you know, trainings once, you know, maybe once a day plus weights a couple times a week mm-hmm. leading up to the game on Saturday and then the free day All after, right. like that whole sort of rhythm, which is not the same in college because in college mm-hmm. you just got so many things going yeah, on exactly. you know and they're social life and trying to yeah. like balance a lot of things it's just mm-hmm. it's a very different once you you can wrap your head around it, it's like oh yeah, yeah i could do this for like the next one mm-hmm. yeah yeah so uh, that's why i'm always curious how people learned about pro volleyball yeah not well and then here. like i was saying i also instagram was not big when i graduated yeah. and i feel back like so day. yeah back <laughs> in my day back in my day um i feel like yeah, now there's just so much more visibility for professional volleyball mm-hmm. than there was when I was back in my day. I can't stop saying it now. <laughs> I can't stop saying it. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like if I I would have, you know, seen, it just would have been easier to know about if mm-hmm. you know people had posted more. Yeah, and we spoke <laughs> but, we spoke a little bit about this that even Instagram, you really only see you know people. Yeah. You can, if you know who to follow, first of all, which is kind of hard unless it's someone on the national team or someone that you know personally, Mm -hmm. like you're not going to go searching through the websites of each professional team Mm -hmm. that are in that language, you know, in German or in French or in Italian, like trying to figure out who's on what team, who should you follow, what should you pay attention to, unless you're like a volleyball geek and you're really into it, which I'm not. (laughs) But yeah. And then, but then even then when you do find those people that you want to follow on Instagram, they're really not posting that much about mm-hmm. volleyball. It's yeah. more like here was our free day at the lake or right. here's what I, you know, here's my favorite book. I don't know. What do people <laughs> post on Instagram? Not book. My not, coffee. Yeah, it's exactly. Coffee. It's usually just yeah. coffee. So if you want to know what the coffee's like in Europe, follow Instagram, <laughs> Instagram volleyball players. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, so there's, I'm, yeah, I'm just yeah, always it's curious. Just, it's, about, hard, it's hard to know mm-hmm. what, to, what to expect, yeah. what options there are. You know, was, well, having an agent obviously helps, but like you're still relying on one person to, yeah, you know. But now, I mean, once you get into the world of professional volleyball, you know other people, and it's easy to, you know, ask for advice and. Yeah, were there any things that were unexpected to you that you were kind of like, whoa, what the f is that? Yeah. Um. Gosh, all of it. Uh, oh no! <laughs> surely <laughs> not. Um. I, it's it's difficult with uh, like sports medicine. I feel like that's yeah. a big one. Yeah. Because it's just so... Di- that I feel like that's different everywhere. Yeah. Um, I mean, in general, you know it's not going to be as good as in the US, but you never know to what level you're going to get, yeah. you know, taken care of. So... It's always a crapshoot. Yeah. That 
that was kind of hard to understand and hard to like explain to people when they're like, well, why don't you just go see the trainer? Yeah. Like, well, I have a slot maybe on Wednesday yeah. of 30 minutes for a massage. But yeah. like that. Yeah. Because in college, you literally like you walk into the training yeah. room and there's like 50 like trainees. Right. Or and they, they just hook them? you up to machines. Machines. And, and everyone's there free like, ice. to massage you. Yeah. And, like, yeah. And it's hard to find ice around. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just things you just don't expect to be different. Yeah, because you so kind of like, oh, sports, sports. If you go to a D1 college or university, I don't know why I say college, university. Yeah, those things are just literally just mm-hmm. taken for granted. They're just always... Because it's, it's sports is such a business there yeah. in those universities. Right. Whereas here, it's more f- a family affair sometimes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're like, what do you mean you need to recover? What do you need yeah. ice for? And then after the matches, sometimes, you know, they'll, they'll have those little VIPs. Do you have that here? In yes. The, where, where the little VIP room uh-huh. and like they'll provide like little cakes and like little pizzas and like little, <laughs> and you're like, I need recovery food. I just played three hours of volleyball. Here's some tapas. Uh, yeah. And they're like, you want an olive? I'm like, no. I'm an athlete. Yeah. That's so funny. But yeah, that and well, there's one I just thought of. I love oh, your nails, man. by the way. Oh, thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, what was it? Oh, shoot. You're going to have to cut this part out. <laughs> oh, no way. I'm leaving it no! in. <laughs> um, this is the juicy bit. This is no, the good I, stuff. I, literally I, only just... cut, I only cut out the stuff that make me look super. Oh, dang. <laughs> I literally just had, like, my my brain just shut down for a second. I it know was what you a, mean. A, Sorry. Not really a great point, but it was something important. I have this all the time. All the time. Like, something's ticking over, and then you get distracted by another thought, and then, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it'll come back to me. It'll come back. Okay. Yeah. Should, okay. I, should I see if I have any interesting questions for you sure. on, my, on my phone? <laughs> I wrote down some kind of silly things that I wanted to... Oh, I thought of it. Oh, go, really, go, go. I mean... Um, go ahead. Yeah. I, I think also another thing I wasn't expecting too much was how separate everyone's lives are on the team. Okay. Um... Because, I mean, I mean, in college, everybody's studying, everybody's doing what you're doing, and yeah. you all have the same schedule, and you all have basically the same life. Yeah. But here, it's like, okay, some people might be studying, some people are working other jobs, some people might not be at this practice right. in the morning, but they'll be at the afternoon practice. Um, and even if you have a full professional team, there's still sometimes people that are also working. Yeah. Um, but my first two two seasons, I was not on a full professional team, so we had a lot of students and a lot of people just randomly missing from classes. And I mean, it's it's great, but also it's kind of hard to, you know, have the same type of bond with your team as you did in college. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, that, it just was unexpected. Yeah. But. Well, that'd be also because, yeah, they'll bring in a couple of foreign players, but then they also sort of will bring in a lot of local yeah. players, you know, and those people just have their own lives going mm-hmm. on. Maybe they grew up here and they've lived here their whole lives yeah. and their family's here and their boyfriend's here. And they, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Like they pop in, they come to training, they come to the games, but that's really it. They're not right. interested in forming relationships with the players mm-hmm. like us, the, the foreigners that are maybe just going to be here one season, two seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, everything's new for me, but for them, yeah, this is just like, their life yeah. and business as usual. Yeah. Business as but usual. it's, Yeah. It's fun. It's fun when you have those types of players that are really welcoming and like good at yeah helping you, you know, discover what's out there and yeah all the local spots and stuff. So it's cool. Yeah, but just different. Alrighty, I've got a couple of some of them are silly and some of them are more serious, and they're not like a rapid fire questions, but you you know you can, <sighs> you can just like think about them and answer them as you see fit. Um, do you have a motto that you live by? <sighs> Don't like that question. <laughs> You're like, oh, no. next. <laughs> um, 
Auto. So I don't have any any anything in words that I live by, but you don't you you, you, you don't cut out anything. No, Dang it. <laughs> um, what's the matter with you? Well, Hakuna Matata. <laughs> what a wonderful phrase. I love it. Should I continue? <clears throat> Hakuna Matata ain't, ain't no, no passing grades. <laughs> I'm just hoping you forget that you asked me a question if I keep singing. All right, next. don't worry. Don't worry, next. Do you have a favorite, like, a podcast or movie or anything that kind of, like, you spend your free time doing or watching or reading or... Mm. Favorite podcast? Well, recently, recently, um, I've been listening to a podcast called... The Volleyball Bubble. What? The Volleyball Bubble. Yeah, that. And also, um, it's called The Tolkien Road. And it's about, well, it's just this couple and they just discuss the works of Tolkien on their podcast. Yeah. And each episode, I mean, they have a lot of episodes, so I'm not even anywhere near, you know, into it. But I've not read The Silmarillion, which is, okay, we don't need to get into that. But I wanted to listen to a podcast about it instead. And so I started listening to their podcast. Each episode's like an hour long uh, of them just discussing like uh-huh. each chapter of the book. Um, but yeah, I think it's really interesting. And I, I really like J.R.R. Tolkien and I'm learning more about him and his um, literature and whatnot. So that's been keeping me busy. Cool. Well, it sounds like you are into reading. I'm into people reading for me. love that i also i don't know i'm into stories but i I have a hard time sitting down and focusing on read books sometimes but i love listening to things i love podcasts i love i would much rather have an audiobook Mm -hmm. than a book i don't know if that's because my eyes get tired really quickly and i'll just fall asleep but i'd rather just lay down and listen to it with my eyes closed exactly or when i'm driving i listen to a lot yeah just being read a story is just so comforting and you can yeah. just picture it. And I'm actually listening to the Lord of the Rings on audiobook. I was telling you that earlier, mm-hmm. but he does the best voices ever. Like this particular audiobook version, he has like great voices and they've even got like background music and you can hear people like shuffling pots and pans and all kinds of stuff. It's, so it's really great. immersed yeah. you in yeah. it. Yeah. So, so it's, it's like a movie just, that yeah. you're listening to. Listen I love to that. A movie. Yeah. When it. I read a book, I tend to read and then I start thinking about sandwiches or right the distraction. Yeah. And then <laughs> I gotta go back up and read it again. And then I and then I'm already thinking about something else, and it takes me 25 minutes to read three pages. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, what did I even just read? So yeah, I'm the same I don't way. know. Maybe I should get that checked out. I'm an adult and can't read a book, but I did finish. <laughs> I do sometimes finish a book. And I'm very proud of myself when I do that. I sometimes do. <laughs> sometimes. But you prefer storybooks. Like, you prefer fiction than... Yeah, than, like, okay. self-help and stuff. But, I mean, I do... I, I, I don't love know. me some self-help. I'll try I, it. All of the podcasts and the books. Oh, the podcast. Like... Self-help po- oh, okay, podcasts, okay. yes. Yeah. But Do you know Matt, Matt Diabella? Matt who? Matt Diabella. No. Oh, he's my favorite. Some of these questions are stolen from him, so oh, it's really? probably good that you... Oh, okay. <laughs> I, um, so if I listen to his podcast, it'll just sound like this one. No, he's way better than me. Okay, <laughs> but he's uh, yeah, he does some some self help and some like he's a filmmaker. He made I don't know if you've watched Minimalism on Netflix. Minimalism, I don't think I have. 
he, he made that film oh, and yeah i i mean i'm obviously i'm dabbling in into the into the the, the industry yeah. of making films we should, we should shout I hardly out. call myself well he doesn't need a shout out he's got like millions of followers yeah. shout out <laughs> but anyway Tag i digress him. um back to you oh i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> who is the funniest person you know myself nah. yes claim it <laughs> no um wow i mean most of my siblings are hilarious it's it's hard to narrow it down between there's 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 three top top siblings so i'm not gonna say who they are don't put them in order because they might be yeah because they might watch this you're all hilarious <laughs> y'all just get me but um yeah i think i mean when we all get together it, i just laugh nonstop. But that doesn't happen often. Mm. But when it does, it's a very special time. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I think they just have like that natural funniness. Mm. I don't like when when people like put on or yeah. like try too hard. Yeah. It's just not funny to me. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. You either got it or you don't. Yeah. Your sisters have it. Siblings. Your sis- siblings yeah. or sisters. Okay. Siblings. I have one sister. Hi, Jessica. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> not Christmas. <laughs> It was like Thanksgiving, like yesterday. I swear. Oh, no. um, what drives you to be successful? Ooh, is that a good one? one? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I like that one too. <laughs> keep that one in there. I feel like that one's on point as well. I feel like I like to ask questions that are a bit silly, mm-hmm. off topic, and then like bring it back around to seriousness. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, what drives me? I, There's I, no wrong answer. Yeah, there isn't one. I think... Unless you say, like, money and like, same. <laughs> yeah, of wrong. course. Of course. Yeah, I mean, I think one of my biggest motivators is just seeing my... Seeing progress over over time. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, a lot of times when you're in the middle of things, you don't realize how much you're changing. But when you look back, it's like, wow, I really overcame those things. and And now look at what I can do um and yeah when I look back to like the times I was telling you about where I didn't even think I'd be playing volleyball after college or maybe not even after high school um and then I look back at like you know I think it's all those people that believed in me and you know told me that I should keep going yeah um and sort of like instilled that confidence in me even if it was fake confidence at first even if I just went and did it um like knowing that I I've come from that, like, that drives me to see what I can do in the future. I think, if that makes any sense. I like that. Yeah, so yeah. you're driven by the idea that people saw something in you that you didn't right. see, mm-hmm. and that may, that might still be the case. Like, mm-hmm. even as you're improving and growing, you're still not being able to see yourself with, yeah. like, unbiased eyes. Right, yeah. And just knowing that I've never, I've, I've never arrived at, you know, my best, yeah. you know, self. Like, there's always going to be something that I can improve on and I guess just like figuring out what that is it's yeah. kind of a big motivator for me um but yeah and is it so right now you said you're in, you're in your fourth season of professional volleyball having done other things before that do you do you envision yourself just like playing for the next as long as your legs will carry you or <laughs> are you kind of like I want to see what else I'm good at like I want to dabble yeah. in some other things you know it, I go back and forth with it um 
Just because it, I mean, playing professional volleyball is really a very emotional thing. Roller coaster. Yeah, it's a roller coaster. <laughs> like you, one day you can just love it and want to do nothing else with your life, and then the next day you wonder why you even like, came out here at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally day to day. But don't you think, that, think that's, that applies to anything in life? Like we were just maybe. talking about quarantine, how one day I was like, yes, we're being so productive, getting all the things done. The next day I'm like curled up in a, in a bowl on the floor. I'm yeah, like, my it might. It really might. But I don't know. I mean, for me, I think overall, I my overall experience right now is that I would love to keep playing until I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's something something that just comes along that just jumps out at me that's like wow you know you really should be doing this yeah like this is your calling this is where you're meant to be um then yeah i i will drop volleyball i'll, I'll be upset. drop it i know like a bad habit Boom. i'll be upset about it for sure because that it you know it has been part of my life for a very long time but i think that i'm ready at this point for something else if that's the case yeah but plan right now is to just go until. Okay, so that other thing hasn't grabbed you yet. You right. haven't. Yeah. That kind of happened to me a little bit last season. Like I said, I was dabbling in whether or not I wanted to continue playing, and I'm I'm old AF, and my knees started hurting. <laughs> but also, this sort of videography and photography thing yeah. was like it was kind of pulling at me. It was mm-hmm. like, hey, want to want to try me on for size? And Aww. I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> And I think that's, you're exactly right. As soon as you start feeling something else pulling you away from right. it, that'll be the moment when you know, like, okay, yeah, I'm ready to try yeah, something right. else. But until, I don't, yeah, I don't want it to stop for something that's not. You don't want to stop for not, no reason. Yeah. You don't want to stop for, for something that you don't, aren't going to be passionate about and aren't going to like dive in head first because mm-hmm. then I think you'll regret it. Yeah. Exactly. From what I've understood from players, other players that have stopped playing before they felt ready to stop playing. They regret it. They miss it. They yeah. would have kept playing longer. Because mm-hmm. also, but then again, what was that word you taught me earlier? Euphoric recall. Euphoric recall. You always <laughs> see things with rose-tinted glasses. Right. Like maybe one year out of playing volleyball, you'd be like, oh, it was so lovely yeah. and all, you know, like <laughs> memories and it was great. But when you're in it, you're like, oh my God, I'm yeah. training again. My Crying in your bed. Like, <laughs> Do you get knee pain? Yes. I've started Middle doing things. I've okay. I haven't been jumping a lot, but I've gotten back into working out, and I'm doing so many like squats and like walking with the band around mm-hmm. the ankles, you know. And yeah. I think that I because I used to I got jumpers knee last season, yeah. or last two seasons. Oh, really just badly. the last two seasons. Yeah, you didn't just, have it before. No, not really. I oh, start, I got it. Yeah, like two seasons ago. Hashtag I blessed. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> but I think I don't know. I don't know if it's been helping, but I recommend yeah strengthening like the butt mu- yeah. the butt muscle. I think yeah. it like has an effect on the. Yeah. I'm not a. I'm look. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. But uh, yeah. I haven't been having the knee pain recently, right. so I don't know if that says yeah, anything. anything. I also haven't played much volleyball recently, <laughs> so <laughs> don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Should we ask another question? I mean, you're an Olympian. I trust I mean, anything yeah, you thanks, say. Thanks. <laughs> and thanks. I have for to keep bringing it up because it's... shout out me. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um. Actually, the, like, you know how I was talking about the CV and how I do uh-huh. podcasting with them? Yeah. The guy, Dave, shout out, shout um, out. always brings up my one, like, final in Champions League. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yes, I love it. You're, You're in the finals. You. Yeah. One season, we, we got a silver medal in Champions League, didn't you what? know? What? I just, you know, now I've dropped it in there. So now you know. <laughs> 
but he always is like hyping me up and that's why I like keep coming back I'm like, yes I love doing podcasts with him because yeah. he makes me feel uh-huh. like he reminds me of my glory days I'm like right. yes <laughs> thank you um so another question for you do you have a coach in mind that has had the boat uh, a boat <laughs> I do have a coach that had a boat um <laughs> nah. that is not the question that I wrote down um, which coach has had the biggest impact on you mm. and has a boat? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I got to shout out Coach Elder, Rock Hill High. Elder or Yelder? Elder. Um, Coach, Coach Elder, Elder and Coach Janie Julian. Because, um, yeah, they were my high school coaches that I told mm-hmm. you about that just, like, would not accept no for an answer for uh-huh. me to go, yeah. go play um, in high school or in college. Because, um, I mean... They told me that from freshman year, almost. Yeah. Like, you're going to go play in college. And I was like, no, I'm probably not. (laughs) No, yeah, you are. And then I did. Um, But yeah, I mean, they just always believed in me. They, like, taught me pretty much everything I know or knew then. Uh, (laughs) Okay, it's been a while. It's been a while. (laughs) No, but they they just really created a a great, like, team environment Mm -hmm. and... It really was a family. Like that high school team was a family. Um, I'm still in touch with most of the girls. Um, we were always like hanging out outside of volleyball. They were some of my best friends. Um, and yeah, I mean, they were just approachable. Like I could go to Coach Elder's office even now and have a two hour conversation with her just about life. Um, and they just really, really cared about us as individuals. Um, and yeah, I think that's that's awesome. That's, yeah, that's important to have like in those developmental years, and yeah. I don't think everybody has that. Have so. you ever thought about coaching after? I want to do. I actually coached with Coach Elder. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, for one season in my dark year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know it was good. I I don't really know if I have, you know, what it takes to be a head coach, but I really enjoyed like assistant coaching, and mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to do it like full time, but maybe just you know as yeah a side gig. Because I do, I mean, volleyball's done so much for me, and I do like to, you know, see that happen for other other people. Mm. But, you know, we'll see. I don't I don't know how much I want to give to it. <laughs> I don't want to give that much exactly. back. Exactly. You know, not <laughs> too much back. No, nah, I mean, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I, could, I could see myself coaching club for sure. Yeah. Um, maybe high school. But there's just so much unknown right now. Yeah. I don't wanna I don't wanna say that and somebody see the video and call me. Yeah, like, yeah, hey. yeah. I so. also like I am always <laughs> I always think about when I was playing volleyball, you kind of you're given these sort of like there's like three options you have when you stop playing. People mm-hmm. are like, you can either be a coach, you can yeah. be a manager, or you can be an agent. Mm-hmm. There's not really anything else that you're ex- you know, that you're experienced enough to do after mm-hmm. having been a player for however many years, many, many years, I'm old. Like what else? Like what else is there that you can transition those skills that you learn as well? Yeah. I mean, obviously the, the transferable skills are like teamwork, right. and working hard, yeah, and like blah blah blah. blah, blah. blah, blah. <laughs> I was like, oh, just put it on your resume. <laughs> like, really? Does that work? Maybe I don't know. Hard work. We'll see. Um, but the actual, you know, like the volleyball knowledge, I guess, mm-hmm. that you transfer from having done it into there's really those only three those three professions that I can think mm-hmm. of that that make any sense. But none of those really speak to me. None of those. Like, I just don't think I would be good at any mm-hmm. of them. <laughs> yeah. So. No, I didn't say I'd be a good coach. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I just want a little extra money on the side. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I don't no, know if you I, should go into coaching for the money because no, apparently no, no. it's not no, no, particularly no, no. lucrative. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I did have like some moments in coaching where the kid would just get it and I'd be yeah. like, wow, that's it. That's the feeling. That's yeah. why we do it. Yeah. Yeah. I know that doesn't happen all the time, but it, it wasn't, yeah, it was enough to make me think about it. Yeah. But then again, you know. I don't want to be forced to do it. No, I know what you mean. And it almost seems like a waste that you have so much knowledge about mm-hmm. uh, this, uh, this like tiny specific, you know, like one skill, like blocking, for yeah. example. And you're like, you just know it. Like you just know the footwork mm-hmm. by heart. And if you can just instill that into someone by osmosis, like that, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel that feeling like yeah. that wanting to transfer the knowledge. I guess that's right. kind of something to do with why I've started these videos is because I feel like there's so much in here mm-hmm. and in, in my legs and in my mind yeah. of volleyball information that just I I want to share it with right. people but not necessarily as a coach mm-hmm. or an agent or a manager so yeah. this is the fourth career that you can do if you want to yeah. be a volleyball player YouTube <gasps> oh YouTube yeah. <laughs> um what else let's let's do some more questions are they gonna get more difficult I'm nervous. They're going to get more silly. No, I'm just, I, I don't know. They, they, I've got like, see, I've got like, oh, wow. like 20 questions on here. I'm just like picking at random. Yeah. Um, do you have an embarrassing moment that you want to share with strangers on the internet? <laughs> Any embarrassing moment? I, okay. I, I hate that everything that it's about is about volleyball, but just the person that came to mind was serving under the net last yeah. season. <laughs> Oh, last season. Last I was going to say. Um, it was I not. Remember. I was not 12. Oh, I was going to. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. When I couldn't say over there either. No. Um, last no, season. I, Under the net. I spiked it on the 10 foot line, our side, I think. <laughs> <laughs> was it a jump serve? Was it. Or were you just standing it's just a, float? Just a standard jump float. Jump float. You know? But. It just floated just it. Just into the floor. Just floated. <laughs> At least it didn't hit anyone in the head. Yeah, that's it, true. Yeah. But I actually felt really good about the serve when it contacted my hand. Yeah, like, oh, good I one. Guess, it felt good. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm working on it. That is... I, is it, I mean, that's embarrassing. Was it a big game? Was it like a big moment in the game? Or Well, you know, lucky for me, it was... Well, it was a big game. It was like our derby. So um, it was Sewell versus Erfurt. And um, like the game right before Christmas... But luckily, I'd been playing pretty well, like the rest of the match, and like yeah. had gotten some aces or whatever. So oh, people knew that. that I'm not completely, you know, terrible. Um, it wasn't like you were subbed in just right. for that one no, point. No. You, you've seen those, right? Sometimes yes. like players yes. get subbed in; they're like the serving specialist. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, mortifying. Boom! Nah, into the ground. Yeah, but I mean, I had to get like, you know, I had to bring like ten cakes after that. Yeah, yeah, but it was okay. I, there was a, a loud, a loud gasp from the crowd, but. It was fine. Oh, I think I'm crap. more embarrassed about it than I need to be, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People... It's, it's just what came to mind. I'm in a walking embarrassment, though, so I'm sure I could have, like, five more stories, but <laughs> we'll stop with that. One's <laughs> enough. One's enough for them. One's enough. I don't, don't want to overwhelm the people. Yeah. All right, couple more. Proudest accomplishment. Probably just this whole thing of being, just being Just here. being here right now, yeah. like this podcast. This podcast. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I do think that, yeah, like looking back, I, I, I'm pretty proud that I'm out here. Yeah. Just based on the type of person I was before mm-hmm. I came out here. Just very not willing to leave my comfort zone. Um, 
And that's flipped on its head. Like you seem like the kind of person who's just loving traveling and. I, yeah, I lo- like how I love it. I can travel by myself. I can do so many things I never thought I'd be able to do. But yeah. I think that's like my proudest thing is just that I can do this. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's difficult at times, but just the fact that I am doing it. Yeah. I think makes me pretty proud. Yeah. But I don't have any um, CV championships or... I mean, anything. I'm an Olympian. I don't know if you know that. Or I'm not, so. no, not Olympian. Anyway, My accomplishments are more just intangible. So... <laughs> love it. Love it. Those are the most important ones. The yeah. inside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what else? Okay, this one's hard. What is the simplest advice that is the most difficult to follow? Hmm. It's a good one, right? I'm trying to come up with something not so... Something like, pithy. <laughs> yeah, I don't want it to be just typical, but it probably will be. <laughs> well, I feel like we get given so much... I mean, especially in the in the era of like self-help. Yeah. Like I read and listen to not read. We already talked about this, neither of us read. And listen to so much self help mm-hmm. kind of like books and podcasts and you know, it sometimes it just goes in one ear and goes out yeah. the other. And there's so many like one liners that are like mm-hmm. or like Instagram, you know, like the the mm-hmm. the retweetable whatever yeah, the little, memes or the whatever. cute little graphics yeah the cute <laughs> graphics that are just like oh that's so touching she's speaking right to me no she's not yeah. she's speaking to a million people <laughs> um but yeah like it's yeah there's so many out there that are just like yeah uh I don't know it would probably have something to do with just believing in yourself. <laughs> Because yeah, after like, all, we just talked about how neither of us believe in yeah, ourselves. Yeah, that's, it, that's why it's difficult. Yeah, because, it's difficult, but it's... like you know, in, yeah, you know that you should, or you should have confidence in yourself. Because yeah. especially in vo- in the volleyball world, you know, you have all this training and stuff. Yeah, but that's a difficult. You know, it's easy to tell somebody else to do yeah, it, but yeah. for you or for me, it's like ah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it might not like, apply to me. <laughs> it doesn't apply to me. Like, like, yeah, I've been playing this playing this sport or doing this job or, you know, doing whatever for such and such amount of time and I know what I'm doing, but do I really know what I'm doing? <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I, have you heard of imposter syndrome? Yeah. Yeah, I've only just discovered what that is, so <laughs> I totally have that. Like, That's the day. opposite of self-help. You're like, yeah. I'm getting really good yeah. yeah. imposter syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> it's a new thing. Yeah. Yeah, like every every day it's like, well, not every day. But sometimes you just, I just feel like I do not belong here. Like, yeah. how, I, how am I here, you yeah. know? So I think that seems, believing yourself seems like a simple thing to do. Like, okay, just turn it on. Mm. Just, you know, trust that you know what you're doing. Yeah. But it's not so easy to actually do. It takes yeah. practice or maybe, I don't know. Yeah. It's just natural to some people. But I think it comes more naturally to some people. I'm rambling. Um, but it also takes a lot of practice yeah. if you don't feel it naturally. Yeah. It's funny how we were talking about, <laughs> yeah, like hearing the advice of the, but it doesn't really apply to me. Yeah. Like I feel, I find it so much easier now that I'm sort of, I'm one like step removed from actually playing. Uh-huh. And like, especially having started to put out like 
these videos and these, this like information and sort of like putting my hand up and being like, I know things about volleyball. Come and ask me if you have questions. <laughs> it's so much easier to like give the yeah. advice. Like people, you know, kids will write me and they have questions about how to deal with anxiety Aww. or how to get over, you know, making a mistake in a yeah. game. And I'm just like, I got this. I can write them like an essay about it. And then I just think back and I'm like, Man, why didn't I do that? Right. Why didn't I yeah. implement that when yeah. I was in the situation? Exactly. Because when you're in the situation, you can't. Yeah. It's only when you're looking back yeah. that you can do it. You be but now bit, it's too late. I mean, then it's too, too late. late. <laughs> Fail. Um, but yeah. But no, I mean, it's it's a simple fix to a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Is to just like have confidence. Yeah. But just the having it is the hard part. Where do you get it? Like, yeah. is it it's like Black Friday sales are yeah. right now? Surely somewhere I can get it. Yeah. Um. Um, 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 a couple more questions. If I had 20 more minutes, I could probably think of a better one. <laughs> okay, we'll wrap around this. No, that was a good one. I like that one a lot. You can cut oh, it. So you can clear. feel free to cut it. I'm not cutting any of this, remember? <laughs> Alrighty. Um, how many more questions do you want? If you're bored, tell me and we'll just... I'm not bored. I'm just... You're getting challenging. Are they getting harder? I don't, okay. don't want to continue to sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so if it's, some, if it's a softball... You know, go ahead. All right, all right. But... I'll, I'll throw in some easy ones. Yeah, yeah. Who would play you in a movie? Ooh, ooh, that's a tough one. That's not a softball. No, that was a hard one. Okay, <laughs> no, that no, was no, a no, it's fine. Um, ooh, that's a tough one. Probably nobody famous. I don't, I don't know if you can really. I don't know if you can capture my essence if you're a real actor or actress. You have to be somebody that's, you know, new on the scene. Okay. Yeah. There's no sort of... Yeah. Maybe someone free... that's been discovered on TikTok. Okay. Do you follow TikTok? Are you a TikToker? I'm not. TikToker... But I know there's a lot of talent on there. Yeah. I I, I have been known to, to bash TikTok because I, it's just really stupid with the dances. But I do... I am aware, you know, that there's a lot of good stuff on there. So I will... I've tried to, you know, lay off, but yeah, maybe like... Sorry, TikTok. Yeah. Didn't mean to be so harsh. Right. Some sort of like quirky comedian, like a Zoe Deschanel, but black. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Zoe Deschanel is? No. New Girl? Oh. um, With the bangs? Yes. Got it. Somebody with her, with her sort of energy. Uh Uh-huh. Kind of that dry sarcasm. Yeah. But that looks like me, obviously. Okay. I don't know who that is. We'll find so it. We'll really discover her. Yeah, that doesn't answer the question. But I'm sure she's on TikTok. <laughs> okay. We'll look for her. <laughs> um, if you could dye your hair any color, what would it be? Purple. Nice. Okay. Have you done that before? That, can- that just rolled off the tongue. It's my favorite color. Um, but I have some like temporary hair wax uh-huh. that's purple that I've put in before, but it lasts for like a day and it gets on everything. But I don't think I'd ever actually dye it right because then i have to bleach it and i don't want to deal with the damage right but yeah Just all right like, then there yeah, you go easy all right one more wait you what what color would you dye your hair well see i used to go blonde <laughs> i used to always dye my hair blonde mm-hmm. and then i recently stopped like this is natural like i don't know if yeah. you can see this orangey bit is yeah is natural and i hate that like, I hate the orange. You don't like orange. You don't like. I hate ginger. the orange. The oh. orange is absolutely awful. I love it. It's like <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've always liked redheads. It's like just fits your energy. I'm a ginger. You're ginger. I'm an absolute ginger. Would it be like ginger? Would it be like auburn? Would it be more red or? It's 
I don't know. It's nice. It, it depends on the, on the I lighting. I should keep it. I mean, I do, that's the thing. Now I, I've stopped dyeing my hair, so I'm like, I'm just going to leave it natural because I'm lazy. Yeah. And I don't want to spend that kind of money anymore. Mm-hmm. But I do sometimes think like, oh, I should do some crazy color just like, yeah. just for funsies. Uh-huh. We'll see. Why not? We'll see. This is the year. I did actually, I, I photoshopped one of my, one of my um, last season's, like, you know how they do like team photos, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I had, a, there was a photo of me and I, I photoshopped my hair pink. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I thought it looked Aww. so cool. Yeah. And I, like everyone commented, like, "Whoa, your hair looks so cool! Did mm. you really do that?" And I was like, "No, it was just Photoshop." Oh. So I might actually do it. We'll see. You really should. If I'm feeling crazy one day. Yeah. Um. All right. I feel like I feel like I feel like we've gotten we've gotten through a good number of good number of questions here. Okay. Last question then, which I ask everyone is: if you, you could give any advice to you know. One of the youngsters who's coming up in the game wants to go play pro volleyball. What yeah. would you tell them? <clears throat> well, youngsters. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, listen to Auntie Karis. Yeah, I, it's gonna. It's you know, sounds cliche again. I hate being a cliche, but cliches are cliches for a reason, I guess. But uh, honestly, just shoot for the stars, because really, you have nothing to lose. Don't. Like limit yourself, ha- let other people limit you. <laughs> That's bad. But like I was saying before, I I really um, always tried to put these limitations on myself and didn't think that I could go you know the next step with my game. But obviously I could and I did and I'm here. Mm-hmm. So if you just try, like the worst that can happen is you don't make it. But at least you tried and you'll never regret not trying. Um, and if it's something that you really believe that you want to do keep trying if even if you get you know shut down but um like don't be like me <laughs> I so mean, your closing like, advice is don't, don't be, like, be me. like me yeah no but lucky for me i i did have a lot of people around me that were you know really motivated me and pushed me to to go further and believed in me for me but mm-hmm. if you don't have that then if i didn't have that i might still be back home there's nothing wrong with rock hill but I might still be back home having regrets and wishing that I kept playing volleyball. Um, so, I mean, even if it's not volleyball, if it's basketball <laughs> or anything without or a ball, ball. <laughs> if it's anything, just go for it. Like you get one chance and maybe two chances sometimes, but you get one life. So maybe two lives sometimes. Yeah. If you're a cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so go, just go for it. I love that. That's my advice cool well yeah. thank you so much for being on the potty yeah thanks for having me on great the potty. episode thanks episode number 14 done Ooh. boom good number cut boom. slice end <laughs> shout out <laughs> thank you so much no problem this is awesome. fun Hey, it's Key. If you made it this far, that is amazing. I really hope you enjoyed the conversation. A little sneak peek into the minds of a couple of professional athletes. If you want to help us grow the show, please do subscribe so you guys will be notified when I have my next guest. And if you know any volleyball players that might enjoy listening, go ahead and share it with them or on your social media, tag me and I will be sure to repost it because you're amazing. (laughs) Definitely have a look on the YouTube channel for videos with today's guest and you'll see her team in training. You'll see where she lives and all the quirky, interesting details 
details of life as a professional volleyball player in Europe. Also, if you guys have any suggestions for future guests, leave them in a comment over on YouTube or on Instagram. You can just search VB Key or Key Michael or the Volley Bubble and you should be able to find me. So thanks for listening and I'll catch you guys on the next one.